It's what's the tip? It's what's the tip? It's what's the tip? Hey y'all, it's your girl Spiff here, and if you didn't know, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> what's the tip? Today's tip is what's the tip today? What's the tip? Tip talk. What's the tip? What's the tip? Hey. Hmm. What did John say that day? Tip talk. What's the tip? Tip talk. What's the tip? Hmm. Welcome back to another episode. And this episode is, it's it's close to my heart. I had a lot of fun putting this one together. This one is focused on parents and parenting and how people feel about their parents and, you know, a little insight from some parents on, you know, what it is to be a parent. You know, I got different sides of the spectrum and I'm going to share that with you. Um, I wanted to do this episode because, you know, I'm 27 years old now and I've gone through a lot of my life and I've grown so much and I'm really proud of the woman that I've become today. And with that, I would not be who I am today if it was not for my parentals. Um, Shout out to Theon Jackson and Michael Spriggs, you know, mom and pops. Um, Like without them, there would be no me, you know, obviously. But, you know, being parents, they learn as they go. No parent is perfect. And I just commend them. And as I've been getting older and I do all this reflecting on myself and my personality and my flaws and how I go about life and things, I realized that we do turn into our parents at some point in time unless we have the consciousness of who our parents are as people, not just mom and dad, but as, for me, Theon and Michael. Um, And as I've been getting older, I've been, I have a really close relationship with my parents. I can be me. I don't have to hide it anything from them I don't have to lie to them about anything Um, they truly love me unconditionally and I teach them things just like you know they're continuously teaching me things and because I have such a great relationship with my parents I mean it hasn't always been like that Um, you know growing up my mom was in and out of my life kind of and you know we just got back on a good page and then my dad like you know my dad raised me in like the really I guess the like the main part of my adolescence like from my dad's been in my life my whole life but instead of me going back and forth from my mom's house and my dad's house um, when I got in high school I just lived with my dad and honestly during high school like I got in a lot of trouble I was always on punishment but I also was becoming a young woman and my father really like gave me everything I needed not just stability but you know he gave me that that tough strictness and keeping my head on straight and staying focused on the important things in life. But he also gave me compassion and understanding and love. Um, And I think that's what made, that's what really helped shape me to be this real rounded woman that I am today. And so a lot of people who know me and who know my dad know that we have some wild and crazy conversations because that man is crazy. Um, So this episode is going to be a little different. You guys aren't going to hear too much of just me. How I conducted interviews. Yes, I'm in LA. Pops is in Oakland. I called him one day on FaceTime 
and we kind of just had a conversation and he taught me some things that you know as a child I misunderstood because I was a child you know I didn't really know the ins and outs of what he was really going through in certain situations I can only see it from my perspective of being his daughter um so during our conversation he gave me some clarity on some things and I learned a lot about him and like we had a little moment you know you know he made me teary eyed my dad's low-key soft like he's he has this tough exterior like me but he's really soft on the inside which I love like I love my dad and then my mom I wasn't able to interview her this time around but I will on the next episode I do have a woman episode coming up I will have moms on that one for sure so we can't leave out moms Cause, you know, without her, your, your girl head would not have been pushed out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to cut this short and I'm going to get y'all into some, some music. And then I'm going to share some bites from some of my friends on their view of their parents. And, and then I have lovely, lovely moms and dads who sent in voice memos about what it means to be a mom and a dad to them. And I just hope this episode feeds you guys and helps you guys really Look at your parents as people. Like, I feel like we always get wrapped up in the the ideals of mom and dad. And, like, as an adult, I've learned I have to, like, scrap that. Like, they're not just my mom. They're not just my dad. They are Theon Jackson and they are Michael Spriggs. And they are, they grew up one way. They've been through stuff. So they are who they are from, you know, the product of their past. And with me knowing and understanding that of who they really are outside of just being my parents, I gain a better understanding of how they raised me, why they raised me the way they did. And I also just get a deeper love for them and more respect because it was a time where I did not respect my mother because of the decisions she made. But now that I understand why she made those decisions, I see her completely different. And I love her even more because... It's hard out here for, you know, black parents, especially um, because, you know, not only being black in America, they have so much weight on their shoulders, but being a parent and raising black children, it's like you have an extra weight on your shoulder because you want to make sure you're giving your kids everything that they need. And luckily, you know, my parents, they did that. You feel me? Because your girl is thriving and I'm successful. Um, So that means they did something right. So yeah, I'm going to let y'all get into this episode. It's your girl Spiff. Do not go nowhere. Okay?
This song always reminds me of Saturday mornings and my dad would wake me up sometimes and make me clean the whole house. But like, he would sing this song to me and like we dance. So this is why this song is being played. I hope you enjoy. Oh, I have cut my hair. I cut it a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah, just keep so my you, ends. You have, you have no chemicals in your hair, like a like a process or. Nope, all natural, all natural. Gotcha. Okay, here we go. Looking just like your mama <clears throat> with the glasses. So I've been told. As okay. my father. Okay, it's your father. So, what does it mean to you to be a father, or a dad, or pops? It it means the world to me. It, it means that I, I never have a father that raised me, okay? My father was never there for me while I was growing up. I, like I said, I was raised by two strong women, my mother and my grandmothers. So they instill uh, strong in va- values in me, you know, from a woman's point of view, okay? And then also seeing them how they handle society and how to deal with men in society. Now, I told myself, I didn't have a father. I was raised by two mothers, a mother and a grandmother, two women. And they did, uh, I did a good thing. Uh, I never was in jail, you know. I never been caught up uh, in, in, in crime. Um, then I told me to be a better father the father I did not have. So I didn't have a father. I, I made a promise to myself to be a better father to, when I did have a child. And that and that's what I did for myself and my child. So mm-hmm. I went over and beyond for mine. You did that. I mean, you doing that. You doing that because you're still here. You're still here. Um, what were some challenges for you as a parent, either providing or loving or teaching me or your children? Like, what were some challenges that, um, like, the what was the most challenge of, like, raising me when I was a child? Uh, the most challenge I had was <laughs> with you, for you to listen. <laughs> I was a bad listener. Uh, un- no, not a bad listener, but you had your own opinion. Uh, this listening to me... Uh, Listen to structure, uh, uh, discipline, 
discipline uh, in what this, ways? This and and discipline in far as discipline in far as uh, listening. Uh, when I tell you a rule, follow the rule. But everybody has their own opinion about things. Kids are young; their mind is running. <laughs> um, uh, they they feel that they're always right. Uh, it's basically you have to program your kids to follow uh, yay, yes or no, right or wrong. Now, you know I hate when you say program because I am not a computer software, well, but I know what you're saying. I know what, yeah, you, I know what you're you saying. I just had to remind you. So you had to commute, uh, remind them. Communicate, yes. You had to communicate. Communicate with them and let them know what's right or wrong mm-hmm. because you don't know. Uh, I know because I've been living here longer than you. <laughs> so I, I tell you, if you do certain things, if let's say if you cross the street, you might get hit by a bus. <laughs> okay. If you if you uh, step out the door, you might get hit by a rock. You never know. Because somebody just so, throwing rocks when you walking yeah. out the house. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know. I mean, you know, for example, if you. Uh, no, seriously, if you step across, the, if you're not paying attention, not, oh, if you're not crossing the street and you're not looking both, both ways, ways. Mm-hmm. you might get hit by. I literally uh, still uh, do that to car. this day. Like, yeah. I know there's no cars coming, but my head is still always on a swivel. Thank you. You always have to have your head on a, on a swivel. Always. All the time. Okay. Whether not if you're working across the street or if you're at work dealing with people. You always got to have your head swivel because you never know who might come in.
Did your relationship with your parents affect how you parent me? Yes. In what yes. ways? Yes. In so many different ways. Standing and listening. Well, well okay. From my mother. Love, compassion. I would, I would say you do that. I, I would say you do have a good balance of both grandma and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's where I've got my tough exterior from. Like, I don't, like, I'm straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't take no shit or, you mm-hmm. know, like, and I'm really all about business before pleasure. And mm-hmm. But you're still very loving. Like, I know I can come to you and confide in you about anything. Like, when I was in high school, how... You know, like when you found, you know, that was a lot of, a lot of things going on, (laughs) you know, with me having my period and like you never, like you made me feel comfortable coming into womanhood in that aspect because you. That's that love and companionship. Yeah, like you. And understanding. Exactly. Like you always made sure I was comfortable and like I had what I needed when I had cramps or whatever like you would take me to the doctor so you could understand better what I was going through as well as me um and those are things that like stick to me for example when I when you found that I was having sex like you didn't come at me like a crazy dad you were just like you asked me and then you sat me down and we had a good conversation and you like you and you always like when I did come to you that I like when I like started liking boys like you gave me game like you wasn't just like no, you're not going to date boys or like boys until you're this age. You were like, okay, well, if this is what you want to do, like, or if this is, you're starting to like boys, you need to know how these boys move, what they thinking, how they're thinking, and you need to know how to carry yourself in XYZ positions. Like, you gave me game at the same time of being really loving and understanding that. And the the reason why I did that, how boys think, because I was a boy. Mm-hmm. So I know how boys think how they trying to get what they want. And see, they, what the main thing, they were trying to get that, break off that cookie. <laughs> and then once they get that cookie, oh, it's like, if you didn't have no feelings, they'd kick you to the curb and, and get another, try to get find another cookie. See, I luckily, see, I didn't have to learn that part of men until I became older and single. Right, because I knew how I used to be. <laughs> and I ain't nobody going to do what I did to women to my daughter. <laughs> Hello. That's why that's why I look at it as a blessing you came into my life because you humbled me. You 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 uh you slowed me down. I said because how I was, I was a hoe back in the day. <laughs> how you think I you know, sweet talk to your mama back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's like over a period of time once I matured, because when I met your mama, I was I was mature but I was immature. Okay. And then once I calmed down and relaxed and more mature I said, uh-uh, no. And then when I have a, when I have a, when God blessed me with a blessing, you know, in the female version, I'm not going to let nobody do what I did back in the day. So that's why I say, let me program, I mean, not program her, let me educate her yes. and teach her how men do young women. Mm-hmm. I got- game, just giving game. Exactly.
Welcome back to What's the Tip. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed me and Pop's conversation. You know, that man is a gem in, in a hole. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. So as you guys know, I do nanny. And with that, I meet to lots of wonderful parents and learn from them and create relationships with them. And so when I was doing this episode, I reached out to them and asked them a few questions about how they feel about parenting, like is it different? Do they parent different from how they were parents and some other things? So here's what they had to say. So to me, being a parent is being a teacher. Um, you are responsible for this person, this little human that has no idea about anything. So you have to teach them right and wrong. You have to teach them good and bad. You have to teach them um, or help to shape and mold their character. So Um, My first thoughts of being a parent, your first thing, your main thing is being a teacher and depositing good things into this person as they grow and, you know, learn and begin to shape um, their life because of the things that you deposited into them. So first and foremost, you're a teacher. Being a parent has been the most profound experience of my life. I had no concept of what it would mean to care for another person as profoundly as I care for my children. It's not love. It's, it's something bigger than love. Um, or in addition to love, perhaps, uh, I feel lucky to know them. I feel, I feel grateful for the opportunity to, to know them. What does it mean? Um, It means that you're responsible with guiding a life, a spirit, a person, and contributing as much as you can to molding them into something positive in the world and the people around them and to try to cultivate their dreams, goals, and aspirations. Tough job, that one. So for me, being a parent is both rewarding and scary. What it really means in my soul and in my spirit is that God has entrusted me and values me so much that he has given me the responsibility to raise a human being. This can be very challenging. Man, being a parent is just an experience like none other. It's the coolest gift and it's the most amazing feeling to be able to to guide somebody through life and to be chosen to do that and in doing that being a parent is really hard work and it's day in and day out and there are no there are no off days in parenting um, but that being said it's the best work and it's so full of love and patience and guidance and constant learning you are a constant student when you're a parent and there's just nothing like it. Yeah. 
What are some challenges that you may face with parenting? You know, you know, is your kid difficult or has special needs or just you as a person being a parent? What are some challenges that you may come across or face? Ooh, mine, challenges, there are challenges all the time. Um, I don't have any challenges with loving my child or providing for her but teaching her yes because I want her to be better than me and I know that I have to model really good behavior and I think for me I had to get rid of parenting as like a god complex you sort of unless you make a conscious effort not to you're going to do the things that your parents did Right. So for me, my mother was very much, I know it all. I have the right answers. I say what goes. You don't really, I didn't get to know my mother as a person until I was an adult. So I wanted to make sure that my child knew that there was a distinct difference between the other relationships I have in my life and my relationship with her, but I didn't want her to feel like I was dictating to her or that she didn't know who I was outside of being a mother, that she can see me as a sister and as a daughter and as a friend and not just as this superior figure that knew all. So that can sometimes be a challenge because, you know, Unless you make a conscious effort not to, you're going to do what you saw. When you became a parent, what was your style? What did you 
or how did you see yourself as a parent? What did you expect you were going to do? Like certain things you were going to teach your kids or were you going to be strict? Were you going to be lax? Like, give me a little insight on the kind of parent you thought you were and what the parent you ended up being. I started out as a parent that was going to be very regimented and have a plan and have a schedule. And then I had more than one kid and the plan slipped a little and the schedule slipped a lot. And then I had a kid with a serious medical condition and a baby. And then the plan was out the window and the schedule was in shreds on the floor. And now I think my... um parenting style is organized chaos like there are four of them I want to make sure all of their needs are met I want to make sure they all feel seen I want to make sure they all feel loved Um, I want to make sure they're all clean enough to go to school (laughs) but short of that um, anything that I have planned is kind of secondary to what they need and I think that even though I didn't plan it that way that flexibility has actually made me a better parent at least or I'm telling myself that that flexibility has made me a better parent whether that's true or not um I I think that the way I saw myself parenting before I had kids or when I only had one kid is radically different from the way I actually parent and when I look at the way I'm actually parenting I actually feel really good about it did your relationship with your parents affect how you parent your kids today um if it did explain why if it didn't also explain why yes my relationship with my parents uh totally affected how I raised my son um my parents were did not talk they yelled they did not um let me have a voice uh they were my voice um They were very, very, very strict. Uh, They didn't allow me to do a lot of anything. So I totally remember that I used to, when I would be in trouble or be on punishment or whatever the case may be, I totally remember saying, when I have a kid, I'm never going to do this to my child. Um, You know, while my child's going to be able to experience things, he's going to say he wants to run track, he's going to run track, he gets tired of it, he's just going to get tired of it, we're going to go to the next thing. I always, because my parents were so strict and wouldn't allow me to do anything, I, I totally, they totally shaped how I am as a parent. I did the total opposite of everything that my parents did. Um, not everything, but I'll, almost everything is different for my child from the way I was raised because I just didn't want my kids sitting in a room crying or being upset or saying that he hated his parents. I didn't want that. I never wanted that. You know, parents are the same no matter time, no place. They don't understand that us kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. I remember one year my mom took me school shopping. It was me, my brother, my mom, oh, my pop, and my little sister all in the car we headed downtown to the gallery mall my mom started bugging with the clothes she chose i didn't say nothing at first i just turned to my nose she said what's wrong this shirt cost twenty dollars i said mom the shirt is plaid with a butterfly collar the next half hour was the same old thing my mother buying me clothes from 1963 and then she lost 
to mine and did the ultimate. I asked her for Adidas and she bought me zips. I said, Mom, what are you doing? You ruined my rap. She said, you're only 16. You don't have a rap yet. I said, Mom, let's put these clothes back, please. She said, no. You go to school to learn, not for a fashion show. I said, this isn't shining up. Come on, Mom, I'm not Bowser. Mom, please put back the bell-bottom Brady Bunch trousers. But if you don't want to, I can live with that. But you gotta put back the double-knit reversible slacks. She wasn't with Everything stayed the same. Inevitably, the first day of school came. I thought I could get over. I tried to play sick, but my mom said, no, no way. Uh-uh. Forget it. There was nothing I could do. I tried to relax. I got dressed up in those ancient artifacts. And when I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were cracking up, laughing at the clothes mom bought. And those who weren't laughing still had a ball. Because they were pointing and whispering as I walked down the hall. I got home and told my mom how my day went. She said, if they were laughing, you don't need them because they're not good friends. To close this out, what do you hope for your child or children's future? I just really hope that my daughter finds a passion in life. Like, I hope that she finds, like, a fire that she feels for something and just pursues that to no end. And I hope along the way that she's able to to help light that fire for others and to just be good to people and just leave a positive impact on those that she comes across in their life. I don't have a specific, like, oh, I want her to be in this professional field or I want her you know, home life to look like this. Like, I really don't have any expectations in that regard. I just want her to be happy and to be fulfilled and to feel like she has a purpose. I I just hope for her to be confident. I hope for her to be secure in who she is. You know, this world can really tear you apart if you lack confidence and a strong sense of self, then you can get caught up in all kind of stuff and what I hope for her more than anything is that she really has her feet firmly planted on the ground and knows who she is and doesn't waver in the core of her character. My biggest thing for my son is that um, he remains a, a a strong man of God, that he keeps God in his family, that he teaches the word to his kids, um, that he prays for his kids, that he that he supports his children, that he supports his wife, um, that he deposits, deposits into his children and his family and his wife and his household love and support and guidance. Um, other things that I try to show him and always be there for him and give to him, I hope that he takes those things and then magnifies those things. Um, gosh, you guys are making me cry, <laughs> that he magnifies those things um, in his family life, you know, that he's just um, a, a very supportive uh, male figure in his wife's life and his kids' lives and everything that he does, and that he walks in his greatness. My son is great, and um, I hope and believe that he walks in his greatness and realizes how great he is. My future for my daughter is... Uh, she accomplishes all her goals. Uh, no, first of all, be happy. Yes. Lo- love her. Love herself within within her within herself. That's the main. That's the number one. Love yourself. Be happy with yourself. Uh, accomplish your goals. Put out your goals, and be safe within yourself around people around you and 
then it's overall be in love with yourself. Thank you. And I'm on that journey. I'm, I'm there. There are really easy things that I hope for my kids' future. I hope that they are happy. I hope that they feel fulfilled. I hope that they find people and community that make them feel seen. The harder parts are what I hope for the world that exists around my children's future. And I hope that that world is more inclusive and more accepting and more loving than the world that I find myself in right now. And I hope that that world is... Oof. Um, I hope that that world is willing to accept... Mm, This is a hard one, Tiffany. (laughs) Um... I guess I just hope that they're a part of a world where we've all done the work to make it better for everyone. And I realize that that sounds naive, but I'm also optimistic. Yes. Tony, Tony, Tony. And DJ Quick. You didn't think we could flip it on your ass, huh? Something for the dance floor. In a real way. It's going down like this forever. And a day. Now what you hear is not a drag Cause Mr. DJ Quick got a brand new bag But first I got a bang bang A boogie for the boogie to the rhythm of the ghettoy streets Check it out now You trying to give me some eight ball but no way I'd rather have a mimosa with Cristal and OJ Yeah, just a little something bubbly and tingly To have me walking around naked But wait a second The function's on Around midnight What time is it? This is a special shout out to all the parents that took the time out to answer my questions so I can share these gems that they dropped to you all, as well as letting me get to know your awesome and amazing children that they are. We can do it at my house. My front door's open so homies get busted out. And ladies, if you come and leave your children at the nursery so you can slow on the anniversary. Feel me, I dip, dip, die. So don't be looking stupid when I unfasten your bra. You know you want to mac this because I come stronger than the IRS whenever you didn't got the link one on your text. What's the tip? It's what's the tip? And we about to wrap this thing on up. So, yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed editing it and listening to everything everyone sent me. Um, The parents and the kids. I didn't get a lot of people's input on the kids because I got so wrapped up into what the parents had to say. And it's May and Mother's Day is around the corner and then Father's Day. So I figured, why not just focus on the parents? But... 
with that, I have an added gem to all those wonderful gems, the parents that you've heard dropped for you. And I'm a nanny and I've been babysitting and being a surrogate, surrogate parent to a lot of children for the past 15 years. Wow. 15 years I've been affecting young people's lives. And that includes my younger cousins. That includes kids that I've babysat one time, three times, seven times, and kids who I've created lifelong bonds with from being their nanny. Even watching a child once or twice or every day for a couple weeks, I play a significant role in their lives. Whether it being teaching them how to be a little bit more cleanliness with their toys by holding them accountable for picking up after themselves or just allowing them to continue to be them as their parents do and not restricting their level of voice or tone. Well, sometimes I check kids' tones, okay? I do feel like that is universal. Like, kids should not be talking all willy-nilly to someone older than them. So that's something as Tiffany I do instill in other kids. I make them say please and thank you. I make them use their words. Um, even when they're two or three, like if they can say some things, I make, I put an emphasis on the words they do know how to say. But just things like that, like I realize the impact that I have and it kind of holds me accountable in my everyday life because when I'm out in public and I see little kids standing in line in front of me or teenagers acting all rowdy, I do make it a point to say something and be like either googly moogly eyes at a little kid sitting in a basket in front of me or checking a group of teenagers who are being loud and rowdy you know unnecessarily like I've learned that everyone in this world everyone in society has an impact on the generation that is coming up behind us and we need to hold ourselves accountable as well as our peers as well as our loved ones and as well as the young people coming up behind us like we have a voice they have a voice and us as a community should be able to speak to one another and uplift one another and keep the generations to come in a forward movement that just makes the world overall a better place with that being said i hope you guys enjoyed this episode mother's day is coming up on sunday i hope everyone out there you know surrogate mothers single mothers wives and mothers grandmothers anyone who parents a child who spit a child out um (laughs) you know her body that you are appreciated you are loved and you are a gift to the community and society as a whole as well as shout out to my mama girl i love you you the one for spitting this little egghead out your body girl you did that you feel me um and i love you i love you they all i love you mama girl yes um shout out to my grandmothers may they rest in peace esther and gloria and my great grandmother pearl um and shout out to all my aunts shout out to all the mothers who i've helped by being their babysitter shout out to all my i commend you and i love you and your little beautiful beings shout out to all those youngins out there who are growing up in this world and you know you got my support and you got all these beautiful mothers out there support and shout out to my pops who took the time out to give me some fire for this episode and be a role model remember you are a role model whether you are effectively doing that every day but there's somebody out watching you and modern and modeling their life based around you so just be mindful 
and show love and appreciation. Because one day we all gonna have kids. I can't wait to have little babies running around my house, okay? But they won't be babies in the, the the negative sense. You know, they're just gonna be, you know, that. I'm gonna just leave it at that. But yeah, this is your girl Spiff, and thank you, thank you, thank you for being a lovely listener to What's the Tiff. And love on your parents, y'all. Love on your parents. Peace. definitely support everything that I have going on. Lightheart still needs funding for, you know, the, the post end of production. Shout out to Firebird. We are in a film festival. I gotta get my groove on. Shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. I'm grooving. Say what?